0: the let's snack podcast a podcast about food business and marketing uh we're currently posted up at wicked barley i have a nice flight of beer in front of me you guys have delicious looking cocktails wicked
1: spritzes wicked Here. spritzes what are in those it is the untreated <laughs> seltzer and a italian is it an aperitif or a bitter a bitter bitter but
0: that sounds, oh, that sounds wonderful.
1: You can move it around. I got too. it because I mean, it looks aesthetically pleasing, but it also tastes... It's also very, very delicious. As good as looks.
0: Aesthetically pleasing is what we do here. Um, speaking of which, we have a whole bunch of food in front of us. You'll see some images at the beginning of the YouTube video, which reminds me, if you have not subs- <laughs> subscribed subscribe, to our YouTube channel, please leave a like, leave a comment, whatever. Interact with our stuff, but ultimately we're just glad you're here so uh i'm gonna dig into some food and uh we got some special guests here Haley, you want to introduce our special guest yes
1: so i'm actually gonna kind of take the lead on this podcast because this is kind of my place so if you follow me on instagram you probably see me here at least once a week wicked friday is kind of our thing so if you're in the jacksonville area and you want to hit up wicked come on wicked friday and you might see me so I kind of wanted to go over the food before we destroy it. So on the far side of the table in front of Evan, if you can see that, that is the pork belly fries. Pork belly, right? Pork belly kimchi? Yeah. That is my favorite thing on the appetizer menu. It's so good. I do Their pretzels are a second best, in my opinion, because they're really good. They come with a honey mustard and a cheese sauce, and then their hummus platter is super fabulous. And then we got some tacos. Which tacos are those? The braised beef tacos. Mm. And it is Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday today. So on Taco Tuesday, Jen, tell them what they get. It's three tacos, chips, and salsa for
2: $6.
0: Are you kidding me? Is it actually $6? That's a really good deal. No,
2: that's $6.
1: Can't even get
0: that at
2: Taco
1: Bell. Yeah, one taco is $6 (laughs) at most places these days. Great. All right. So I kind of wanted to start off, since I know Jen and Mason, I kind of wanted them to introduce themselves and tell them... Tell the crowd a little bit about yourselves, it doesn't have to be too deep, just kind of introduce yourself and stuff like that. Okay, I'll take the lead on
2: this one. Um, I'm Jen Redman, uh, GM here at Wicked Barley. I've been with the company for um, about four and a half years. Um, Thank you guys for having us here. Thanks for having Um, us here. I have two little ones at home and then spend the time that I'm not at home um, here at Wicked. Um, but I like to eat and drink around town and sh- travel when COVID doesn't prevent that, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Don't we all. <laughs> and this is Mason.
3: Uh, hi, I'm Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the intro. Uh, so, Mason Leisure, born and raised in Jacksonville. Um, went up to school in Syracuse and came down here and started brewing beer and eventually now head brewer at Wicked Barley, so it's... Mm-hmm. So
1: were you originally from New York?
3: No, I'm from Jacksonville. Both
1: of you guys are from Jacksonville. Nice. But he knows what's up. The orange.
3: She actually went to school with my brother at one point for a year.
1: (laughs) I did. You know, this is like a... I feel like Wicked brings so many people together because I know... I met you through a blogger sale that I was involved in. And then this past year, I met Hannah. And Hannah actually knows Val. Yep. Um, So I kind of feel like Wicked is like a full circle moment for a lot of people. I know a lot of people that, you know, know someone that works here. You know, some sort of mutual... Contact or whatever. So I think that's why Wicked feels like a family, at least to me. Yep. Evan had a um, a person that he played on the soccer team with that
4: works here. That, that is so cool. Loved it.
1: Yeah.
0: He very much likes working here. Don't fire him, please. <laughs> Because of the girls that work here, who are we
1: firing? Who does he still work here? We'll drop the name later. Okay. The audio just cut out. Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) All right. So for both of you, this is kind of for both of you guys. What did you guys do if you did do something before the food industry, and kind of what brought you over here? So when I was um,
2: 16, my parents were like, hey, you got to get a job.
1: <laughs> uh, so I was good like, all, all right.
2: Uh, lived in the South Side area. They had just recently um, opened an Outback in the area. I was like, oh, good corporate business, <laughs> right? Um, so from the time I was 16 till I was um, 21, I worked for Outback. Um, started off at the bottom, worked my way up. Um, there used to be something called Outback Outpost in the stadium um, a long time ago, and they were like little mini um. Outbacks inside the stadium. Did they serve
0: steak. In they the not, did they yeah.
2: serve them? blooming they actually, onions. I actually, also. no bloom and onions. They had <laughs> cheese fries. They had it was like cube steaked with mushrooms. Their they cheese it fries are, so.
0: are really good. I've never had them. They're I've only really had the blooming. Up. These
2: were even better because it was like a cheese sauce. Don't get me started. But anyway, <laughs> uh, delicious. So I I actually um, ran the Outback Outpost as like a event management um, for Outback years and years ago. Um, had enough of the service industry, corporate. um, So I found my way into a small retail business um, uh, called Swoozies, um, and I worked for them. Again, I started at the bottom and worked my way up to uh, manager there, traveled with them, opened stores around the country. Um, uh, I was working, uh, (laughs) I was working, A lot, um, and just wasn't happy with the retail side of things at that point in time, and went back to where I began uh, when I came to work for um, Wicked back in 2017. So, um, been there um, and came back to it. It's it's something new every day, and that's what I love about it. Is it's never the same. There's never a dull moment, so it keeps you're always kept on your toes
1: here. Always. (laughs) I personally know that because I think I'm here too much. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. Haley's
0: like pointing things out as they happen. (laughs)
1: Hey, Excuse uh, me, <laughs> the bathroom is out of toilet paper. Someone told me and I took it upon myself to come tell you. <laughs> but out of love.
0: Assistant yeah. to the bar manager, <laughs> Haley, I'm here.
1: A, I'm an assistant to the assistant branch manager. So,
2: Perfect. so yeah, so um, started in the restaurant industry, took a little hiatus, and now I'm back and don't have any plan on leaving anytime soon.
1: Nice. Yay. All right, what about you, Mason?
3: um so I have a much less work forward <laughs> life uh, I have I was fed the silver spoon and so I, I I did actually have a job in the restaurant industry when I was like 15 or 16 worked okay. at a pizza place dropped a pizza on someone's lap give it to the table so <laughs> that didn't go well uh, we'll probably get to that too. Potentially fired. Um, but no after that I uh, went to college went up to Syracuse um, was on a rowing scholarship up there, came down oh, wow. after that, and uh, actually moved down to Sarasota for a couple years, was coaching rowing down there, kind of just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. In college, I started as a bio major, and then I switched to psychology just because didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I knew I didn't want to go research or do uh, be a teacher, so mm-hmm. those are the two options, or med school. I already got a brother that's a doctor. Don't need to do that, too. Yeah, you
4: don't need to. Yeah, we don't, we don't need
3: to double <laughs> up in the Tears family. Tears a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> That would just be a competition. You're way then. funner. There's a chance i lose that competition if I right. do that.
0: So slight sidebar question. Does the rowing have anything to do with the proximity to water? of Oh, Mason should have
3: done. I, I wish. Uh, no. Uh, so I actually grew up maybe a two-minute drive from here. Okay. Like that's where I grew up. Uh, when I moved back to Jacksonville at that point, my parents had moved down to the beach. So it was like a 20-minute drive. So That was very convenient. They just moved while, while I was in college, but um, no, came back and ended up actually working in a marketing firm or in a marketing department um, in a very boring company, and had no idea what I was doing. So, kind of just at that point decided I need to figure out something. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Always liked craft beer. I liked the science behind it, um, and kind of worked my way into it from there.
1: That's really cool. Mason is a man of many words, so I've learned so much about him in this well, short time period that I've been sitting here, so. I had a question. I mean, like, okay.
4: you weren't involved in the college admissions scandal by any chance. I'm just kidding.
3: I'm, <laughs> I definitely recommended to people beforehand this, what got caught later. I was what like, happened? you can absolutely... It's the, Dang! Well, Did you the, talk uh,
1: to someone else about this on a podcast? Really no,
4: but I'm <laughs> obsessed with the documentary, the, and geez. now that I know somebody in there, <laughs> yeah, it's a full this house. This is lady. like six degrees of separation. Will you get me
3: to the main so, guy? I mean, we can go to the point that while I was in college, there was a girl on the other on the women's team uh-huh. that had the same amount, like dollar amount of scholarship as I had. Who had never seen a boat before, never rowed before. She
4: lived, like landlocked. And she then was like, like never. She was like
3: six one in an athlete, and they were like, "All right, you get a scholarship."
4: So, have you met Lori Loughlin? Or are you no? Not I wish.
3: Close? No, I wish. <laughs>
1: That's the only benefit of being involved Wait, in was, the college I admission this, scandal. I thought the college admission scandal was USC.
3: Yeah, uh, a lot yeah, of it, it was. USC. Yeah, but, oh, but there it was other... like there was some guy. Oh, you, can, you can definitely was get into scholarships. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay.
4: Syracuse is a great school too, by the way. I know. It's amazing. But
0: also, like. Okay, I don't want to go too far down this, but I have one more question about
3: rowing. Um,
1: oh, I have a
0: question do, about
3: rowing
1: too. Okay, go, go, go. <laughs> I'm learning
0: Do stuff. high right. schools have
3: rowing teams?
1: That's what I was yeah. gonna ask. Yeah. Okay, that's is, that cool. a big, is it a big thing in Jacksonville? So
3: it's a way bigger thing up north in like the northeast. Mm-hmm. That's like where it really is some, a thing. Um, Jacksonville has a handful of teams, mainly private schools. Um, I was gonna ask, is it Bowles? <laughs> Bowles definitely has one. I did not row for them. I, there are a couple clubs though that teams that. If you aren't on, like, one of the schools that has a team, you can row for them. But, um, yeah, it's definitely a more elitist type sport. Um, It's just the cost of the equipment and everything is so high. It's just tough to kind of really get into it on a smaller level. There are a lot of really cool programs, though, that are now doing, like, inner city work and actually getting, like... Public schools and people actually involved, and it's like a really awesome thing. Oklahoma but.
1: City has a really great like inner city mm. rowing place. That's where OU actually goes in rows yep. and practices too. But they did a lot for public schools yeah. and stuff like that too. Were you the person at the front of the boat that yelled at people?
3: No, so I, you not were at actually
1: all. someone that got to row. I,
3: I actually physically did. <laughs> I was not Lori Laughlin's daughter. Yeah. I, but <laughs> oh, was actually what she was. Yeah, that was a thing. It's she was a small yeah. girl, and they were like, yeah
1: be a rower be a, be a, a rower. coxswain
3: you can be on the team She it's so, like afford
1: that why does no. she need to get oh my god if you haven't paid attention it's to, get to get
3: nation inventory. was
4: actually a rower <laughs> <laughs> he did not fall into lori lachman's <laughs> trap although he wished he had
3: <laughs> I, I unfortunately had to work really hard to get the same amount of scholarship as a girl that never saw a boat right. before so yeah no it was house great. what
1: you know yeah. okay so kind of Piggybacking off of that or whatever. So, whenever you started working here, were you working in the brewery or were you working in the restaurant side? No. I love this story. I love it, but I, I think story. everybody needs to hear it. So, I just want to hear it again. So, it's, it's aspiration, you know. It, it. <laughs> All
3: right. So, I was a young 24, 25 year old, um, and I had no idea what I was going to do, and I went literally around town trying to figure out any brewery in town like hey is there anyone I can talk to is there anywhere I can get a job like literally anything I was like I will clean kegs I will do this I will do that like I did a little bit of home brewing and stuff with my dad Um, and I was like I'm just interested and I just want to kind of see what what more is like going on with it and so it's just one of those things where I kept asking people hey can I have a job someplace doing anything serving beer please
1: hire me that's Uh, that's an awesome mentality to have because I can say I I'm too scared to do that. I think myself. So
3: I, uh, good yeah. job, Mason. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so it yeah, led me to hear. Uh, so you
1: gotta speak it into
4: existence.
3: I went to a craft, a little beer bar thing, and they uh, basically were about to hire me to like serve beer there. And they're like, "Hey, we heard about this brewery, Wicked Barley, that's about like in planning and about to open up. Here's a contact info. Like, we talked to them a couple times. Um, if you want to like contact them and see if like they have any job openings. So I talked to them. They ended up hiring me as a server. Um, I,
2: had, I didn't uh, work for the company at this point. So I was like, did Jen hire you? <laughs> no, I was no, definitely no, no. here drinking and hanging out, but I did not work for the as company. As I had.
3: said, my only other experience was dropping pizzas on people's laps. They <laughs> so so are like,
2: yeah, definitely sign <laughs> me you up as a server.
4: Ten, in, 10, 10 years ago.
3: Here. Not that I can think of, but I did get like multiple... I, I did have one day where I got a incredibly positive Yelp review with my name in it being like he's a great great guy. Wow. Minutes later
4: <laughs> The most negative Yelp On you. Yelp. <laughs> with his name the, in it with too. With my name
3: in it. It was literally two Yelp there was like two tables I was they're serving like, next wait, to each other. are there
4: two masons or is this guy just They were like... just
3: both on their phone yelping about me. <laughs> do they, do that and that one hated it? me one loved me. All um, were opposite. Experience. And
4: now they're not together as a couple because yeah. they couldn't agree
3: wait, on a Yelp of you. That would have been even better if it was the same table. <laughs> hey, different tables? Um what? They were at different
0: tables.
1: <laughs> they were right. Wasn't together. two people yeah. at the same table?
0: But <laughs> I'm, I'm imagine if it was. You don't think thing. That yeah. Yelping is a like a that would be couple even hobby? That, be. That's like the Narnia of like Yelp reviews. It's like, yeah. No. What if it
3: was a date and I was like really talking to the dude about craft beer and he was excited and the girl and the was, was just like, What, is, what am I like, doing? Why am I yeah. Um But the thing that Jen finds the funniest is that I did in fact like serve her and her family. And she is good friends and like neighbors to one of the owners. And she actively went out of her way to tell the owner (laughs) how bad I
2: was. (laughs) I I did. I I will not deny
3: that There was no request of being fired, I don't think, that I know of, but there was. So is there
0: some (laughs) amount of satisfaction in knowing you are where you are when Jen yeah. actively tried you to manipulate like you,
3: no, no, I know I was bad. No, so he, I was, he's there still was, holding
1: it against he her, and one day he's gonna plot this, this. It's a crazy thing again. Hey, her. sometimes bad things have to happen. To
2: there was no pride. There was are. no
3: pride involved in this, and I got promoted to bartender shortly after. So I mean, <laughs> what a bunch of idiots! He,
2: everybody so, no, has bad I'm days. Everybody food, has yeah. bad days.
0: This reminds me of that like Corella Deville movie. Oh where my gosh! He's this just is, trying to come this up is as, his as a fast yeah, exactly.
1: He's like working his way up
0: until so eventually I can
3: fire, fire her. I,
2: I think Mason still holds the highest uh, grossing tip day for a beer garden bar of all time. But he was the only bartender outside for, like, 10 hours. So.
1: Yikes. That's
2: probably so. going
0: to be pretty lucrative. Yes. Well, well.
1: So. Medal of Honor. I, w- I wish I still did that. All right, Mason, tell me what your favorite beer is here. Oh, that's a loaded question. Like, of all time or, like,
4: the special? Well, no, because
1: I have a question. So what's your favorite beer here, and then, like, what's your least favorite beer ever? Oh. Like, what like type of beer or whatever? You don't have to name a name of a brand or anything, but, like... What, brand, what kind of beer will you not drink? And then what is your favorite beer?
3: Okay, so in that order then. So I hate Hefeweizens.
1: Banana water.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah, banana water. I I can appreciate a good one. I think that there are benefits and, like, good things about them. I don't like bananas, so it's one of those things. Like, yeah, there's, there's, okay, there's no yeah, reason for me to like sense. it. Like, yeah, I've grown I up my entire life from
2: a banana. Oh well, Yeah, I was like, let's like, well, we'll just specific clarify kind? that a Hefeweizen is not... Brewed with banana, but it has notes of banana. So all Heaven Wines do, though. Yes, I love Heaven Wines. Yes, you have one on your flight. The three, two, two, one,
0: seven. It's
3: delicious. So it's
4: like banana, Laffy Taffy, or (laughs) like the actual banana.
3: No, so bad. So bad ones can get like some of that banana, Laffy Taffy thing. Um, So there's a lot of different like esters and chemical compounds that come off during fermentation, and one of them that comes off gives off a really strong. Uh, banana and clove characteristic and it's something just that this yeast does and it's just a very standard thing for especially traditional German like right. beers. It's it's just what that yeast strain does.
4: Are you positive you didn't get your biology degree? He is very, very, very <laughs> Very intelligent about beer. On beers.
3: Yes. I'm very dumb about many other
4: things. <laughs> well, that's okay. Jed, I just need you to be beer smart. Uh, that's it. <laughs>
1: Alright then, okay, so favorite beer next.
3: Um...
2: Are we going Wicked Barley beer or style in well, general? So you
1: can say style and then your favorite Wicked beer.
3: Okay, so style in general, I probably just go with like a standard American IPA. Okay. It's just something that like got me into craft beer.
4: Yeah.
3: So beers that I like just drink on a regular basis. That I like if I go to a bar, I don't know what's on tap or if it's just a bunch of random things and I don't really, I just want to grab something. Like something like a Bell's Too Hearted. Like that's like by far one of my go-tos. Um, I don't love New England IPAs, which are the more hazy kind of juicy ones. I kind of like that kind of piney, resin slightly more bitter background to the to the beer. Um and I think that's more so just because that's what I got brought up on. Right. Um so
4: there's like a regional difference between like a southern IPA and a North England IPA.
3: So yeah, so like the it's like West Coast New England, those are like the main two. Um
4: so they don't just suck in their opinion about football and sports. (laughs) No, 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 no. no, no, Beer as well also sucks. (laughs) Just tell me Mason, just tell me.
3: So I have so many friends that are New England fans (laughs) and it is absolutely tough
4: i mean they're still crying about tom brady it's fine
3: no no now it's even better for them they got two tom brady's they have tom brady they can still root for it's not a sports the t- martyrs <laughs> not, Divided. We're, not we're not getting into this i, I will go I on a 30 minute tirade about all this stuff we'll do a part two okay yeah are back tomorrow, tomorrow right i'm just no, kidding yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, so one thing I really like about Wicked that I think is really interesting and I think a lot of people don't know is that they have an amazing water filtration system. So when they are brewing beers, they can bring the water to the biological level. If that's is it like a
3: pH correct thing? Correct No, it's a, uh, like a dissolved solid thing. Okay, so yeah. we're basically bringing it down to the equivalent of distilled water. Yes. Um, so we have a reverse osmosis system it's bringing it down in like the parts per million parts per billion yeah. range um and it basically purifies it so there's no other no additives yeah there's no calcium there's no, no, Jackson, calcium, there's no chalk right. there's no all this different like ions and stuff in there so it's incredibly pure there's no there's literally not really any so flavor the water is not flavoring anything essentially no. so that's something that like you can see a big difference of between breweries in different areas um the biggest way to kinda of describe it is similar to like New York City and their pizza. Yep. So And New their York, bagels and bagels pizza where every single time you talk to anybody that's from New York it's like, oh you can't do it. You gotta have the New York City the New York City water. It's like They do the
0: hand motion. Yeah, too. they do the hand <laughs>
3: motion too, they do this, they the, yell at you.
4: What is it, the beef on wick? The Ki- the, the Kaiser? Beef on Wick, yeah. Uh what kind of roll is it called? I Kaiser
3: roll?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: And it's like a very big, my family's from Buffalo. Yeah. So it's like, you can't have that down here. I've had no, like one of the water. very close the water. Your
0: family also doesn't let us talk while we watch football. So.
1: <laughs> oh
4: I've been in <laughs> you can't tell. I mean, um, but, and you guys did something with pure water too, when there was a hurricane, right? You guys were yeah, offering. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: We, we definitely, we do as much as we can. We, all the water we have in our facility is entirely filtered. And then we also have RO for more of the brewing side of things. Um, but, yeah, when we had the hurricanes and everything, we were filling up literally anything. Um, yeah. We had people coming by with Peacons. peanut butter jars. Yeah. Like, yeah. mostly mostly clean peanut butter jars, I think. <laughs> Just like of peanut butter. It was like, hey, can you fill this? I'm like...
1: I mean, if you want. No problem.
3: Um, well, yeah. I think that's
1: really cool about Wicked is that they can bring, like, a German lager. It would taste pretty much identical to a beer that you would have in Germany just from the water being at that molecular level so we do
3: add like particular salts in as well to make it that type of water profile so it's something I say like New York like they have that water profile in their city water we can make thousands of gallons of New York City water because all that water not like all that stuff is public knowledge and we can then go from hey it's 25 parts per million of this 200 parts per million of that and we can then add in stuff that way.
0: So when y'all start serving pizza?
1: <laughs> they used to have pizzas. That's do. a good idea. They actually used a to have flatbreads yeah. breads on their menu. Their menu used to be a lot bigger than this, so.
0: Did it? I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm assuming I know COVID shrank it. No. So
2: it started off very, very small, but what we had was very labor intensive um, and, and with the growth of volume, just something that we could not keep up with. Um, for quality reasons and when you you guys do festivals
4: you even shrink it a little bit more. Uh, yes we have gotten
2: some kitchen upgrades to be able to help with that Um, but when we do events like um, we will make certain many modifications just to kind of help You get your food faster and the kitchen not get backed up. Um, And we did have a larger menu. We did cut back. Um, A lot of people don't know our kitchen is tiny and the cooks back there do a great job on a daily basis of keeping up with the volume and demand and still sending out quality products.
4: Exactly. Did you find a chef that would pair well with beer or did you just trust that the menu would smack regardless? So
2: our our chef has known our founding um, group um, for a very long time. He's actually out in Vegas. Um, And he was working at um, large hotels out there doing five, you know, five-star-esque food. Um, And they were like, hey, you want to move to Jacksonville and open a brew (laughs) pub? He's probably like, yes. Uh, He's the happiest person You get your own menu, you know, your own kitchen. Um, So, you know, Brad jumped right on board. Loved the brand, loved the concept. Uh, moved to Jacksonville and then started focusing on that um, He does a great job executing um, and we do various things throughout the year where he still gets to use that um, That, that five-star yeah. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, and really shows off. So those are events you do about not want to miss
1: I want to talk about the beer pairing dinner later, but I can't head yes. that in with, like, future events and your favorite events. So, <laughs> we'll you know, because that. I wanted you to talk about upcoming events yeah, for people to come. Absolutely. So, um, Jen, I kind of want to switch to you. Um, you started off at Wicked kind of doing the events and marketing, correct? Yes. Doing some social I media. When I started with the
2: company, I was hired on as the director of events and marketing. Um, but I... I I don't want to say I had a lot of spare time, but I I made myself learn other aspects of the business. I wanted to learn as much as I could um, so I could help when help was needed. And if if there was ever a time, I kind of like Mason in the beginning was like, just let me do anything. Like, so I, learned how to, you know, wash dishes and how pour beers and set up the beer garden bar keyser and things like that. Um, so we went through a um, management change uh, shortly after COVID um, and I was asked to step up as GM and I gladly accepted the position um, and haven't really looked back since.
1: Did you have any idea that you would be in this position now?
2: From starting from Wicked? Yeah. Four and a half years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you have any aspirations? No. Did you want
1: to? Did you think it was going to happen? You like, know, it,
2: I did take a moment to think about it just to make sure I hadn't- She's pretty cocky It's a lot of work. Jumped off the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, jumped on the crazy person train. But um, I love what I do and I, I couldn't see myself doing, you know, anything else. Um, you know, going back to events and marketing now, I honestly think I would get bored. Um, just because Especially it's the now. same old, same old every day. Exactly. And every day as GM, I always have something new to worry about. <laughs> so this it's good is or kind of bad. an yeah.
0: experience question. So I've noticed that sometimes being a part of an organization that's run really well and that has a lot of heart behind it, you like don't see yourself in the beginning being as involved as you end up being at the end. And for me, like, I, there is an organization I'm a part of right now that I'm starting to like Almost get scared at how much I'm enjoying being a part of it. <laughs> is that kind of a similar story? Did it progress it along That's, those lines? I mean, like
2: I said earlier, I have two kids at home a husband um those are my cheerleaders on a daily basis um and but i, I love wicked and this is my second home this is like uh, a family
1: i feel like every i mean the kids yeah. come up here and run around and all the people know them yeah you know john comes um, up here too
2: and, and the owner's done a really good job of taking you know his passion and his uh, idea or concept of what he wants this place to become and instilling that in us and we've fallen in love with the brand um, and I, I don't think you can be in a role either the role that Mason has as lead brewer or a GM if you don't have the passion or desire to better the company you know you yeah. can't take it just day from day. Because the
3: day to day sucks.
0: <laughs> but that is ultimately what separates it's not just like companies it's brands too oh yeah. Like that separates the following like People with an active following on social media or brands with an active uh, customer base. And in in your case right now, especially with the pandemic, having employees who are bought into the mission is literally like night and day. And you you can feel
1: it when you come in here through walking in the door, you know, being greeted, being sat, your host, the bartenders and stuff like that. Everybody here is very nice, and they—they, they, I've never been here, and I mean, I've been coming here since they opened, and I've never had a bad experience here. I've never had like a rude waiter or waitress. Unless or anything I was a like weird and I don't think I don't <laughs> think you were my server, but I do have a bad memory, so maybe
2: she but was the negative Yelp review. you should I, go I, back I and look.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, She's no.
3: getting real quiet during no. that.
4: Her yep. and Kyle like wrote it together. It was an essay. <laughs> you and <are> the Yelpers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, was, I was really <laughs> drunk my boy. at he the Oktoberfest and Kyle was getting a tour of the brewery and I was like, you know, dying. No, I'm just kidding. No. It was not me, I promise I didn't do that. But anyways, I think that you can come here and feel the vibe of and the energy of Wicked Barley. And I think that's one reason why Wicked Barley has such a cult following. From social media to people coming to their events, they don't care about the parking lot. They show up anyways, you know. Right.
4: Do you guys know how many Tinder dates you guys have probably hosted since opening? So
2: there's some really like good ones that have actually turned into like proposals. Oh, that's amazing! So and I was amazing. here the other day and
1: there was two proposals yes. that day.
2: Um. So good stories, and then there's some really awkward ones. Well, do you want to another day, no, of podcast. Evan took no, me on no, they our they first don't.
1: Tinder date here. Ale House. Oh. Hey, Ale uh, House is good. I like that
4: place. It's not bad. He just made fun of me for not getting a um, a mountain milk.
1: What is, is they're not I mean, like the This woman got a restaurant.
0: cheeseburger flatbread. <laughs> Ew. What
3: kind of first date food is that, <laughs> uh, you weirdo. Dainty. My girlfriend was an hour late to our first date. <laughs> Frank, don't be listening. She texted me <laughs> in the parking lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll call it that. Yeah.
3: Uh, saying, hey, I forgot my ID. I had to go run home and get my ID. Heard that one before. Uh huh. Uh huh. See you in an hour. Dating, now. She lives with me now.
4: Oh, so it's. He's the best. How'd that happen? Yeah. First dates don't always have to go well. You can get married. Or he proposed to you wicked <laughs> Barley. <laughs> wow. That was a really long pause. Oh long we're girl. still good, right? <laughs> we're still good, right? Like. Pizza Ugh.
3: King. Oh my God. He's going to propose at uh, Miller's Ale House. Yeah. I, we were dang close.
0: He actually proposed in front of his food truck. Put it on his Going No, going back. Wait, was that the date?
1: Be- that's why you were there, remember? Going back,
0: I would, should have picked a way better location. It was 100%. just significant to me. This <laughs> yes. is a wow, way nicer location. Wow, that you picked something
1: significant
4: to you. It's about Evan. It was Evan's proposal. I just happened to get the ring. You know.
0: At the time, it seemed so romantic. <laughs> like, oh, this is such a big part of my life. It's not a dirty, nasty food truck.
4: Yeah. I love it. Anyway, thank you for telling me the history of Tinder and Wicked Barley. If you're listening and you're single, the holidays are coming up. It's going to be cold.
0: Come meet someone here.
1: Yeah. it's Oh, yes. And Wicked has great events. They have, well, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but they also have lots of events during the winter time as well, specifically the ugly Christmas sweater party. You should be there. Anyways. All right. So I have a question. How has COVID impacted the beer business? And then on the flip side, how has COVID, like, messed with the service? Because I feel like it might be a little different on both sides.
2: So I'll start first with the, the hiring and or labor aspect of post-COVID. Oh, navigation. No, oh, no, you
1: read my mind. So just talk about it because so it's going with the flip. That's why I wrote can this I question.
0: Can I ask if I can ask something afterwards? I know this yes. is a roundabout way. So Super there were some legislative frustrations with some of your friends. Is that something I can ask about after you're finished with this? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Carry um, on.
2: So during um, during COVID, we had, you know, unforeseen, you know, what what was going to happen to us, what was going to happen to all of our friends in the industry? Are they going to make it? Um, we were so lucky that Wicked Barley is a restaurant as well as a brewery. That saved right. us,
4: and it's labeled as a restaurant. Yes. Okay. Well, we
2: have bo- we have both license, okay. um, and it's based on your sell factor through food and beverage. Um, so you have to sell a certain percentage of food to beverage. Um, luckily, we met that mark, um, so we were able to remain open, but for to go only. Um, so we kept on, we kept a team of um, management. We were working seven days a week, like 10, 10 to 12, 12 hours, hours a day yeah. for three months straight uh, through the basically to keep this place open. Um, and if I look back on it, we were exhausted, we were tired. Then we had to turn around and reopen the restaurant to the public with all these.
1: Crazy people rules. that don't know how to act too. Yes,
2: and you know social distancing and this and that. And and so and we were seating exhausted and staffing issues and just all of this. But you know, it at the end of the day, Wicked was open, and that was the important part. Um, so navigating those challenges was uh, definitely uh, rewarding, um, but you, you learn from those type of things. Hopefully, we'll never have to ever. Uh, Go through that again um, post COVID. Um, once the city kind of relaxed all of its rules and um, our city, I guess you should say, said state against um, social distancing or seating mandates or you can't do this and you can't do that, business got a little bit easier. Um, we were dealing with a lot of um, issues from um, food distributors of you can't get this, you can't get that. Uh, we couldn't get. To go boxes, you know, or like we're doing to go only. How can we yeah, get? That's because everybody was doing you know, to go only. The price, the, um, the price of gloves went up. You know, fifty times what it was yeah. per case. You can't operate a restaurant without right. food safety gloves. Different you know. And just, you know, it was one thing after another, but now we've we've kind of come full circle and we are feeling ourselves again while we still have, um, you know, challenges here and there. It's definitely gotten way better. We feel like we're like 95% back to normal.
4: I mean, yeah, if you walk into Wicked Barley right now, it does look like pre-COVID. I think we are fortunate to live where we do live, where it's not like... Um A bouncer in a club. Yes, um, at the door. Yeah, get me started. So I feel like, yeah, that was the only benefit, and um, there were several bars that made you like order hot pockets with
2: their beers.
4: Yeah, they. they Yes, because Um, they needed to become restaurants like very quick on the fly. Yeah, even if you don't eat it, you know. And
2: (laughs) this is kind of feeding off the question. I I know that you're hinting at is we have um, the state of Florida has the Florida Brewers Guild. Um, And we also have the Brewers Association, and both entities guided us through decision-making. What we could do legally, what we couldn't do legally, and how to get to where we needed to be to stay open. Um, So we are grateful to, you know, we are members, so we do pay in to be a part of those, but it, you know, it paid off, so to speak, so they were very helpful.
4: Does Wicked sit on any boards or help guide that decision
2: making or are you just guys just members at this time? Um, just members. Um, we do, um, we actually just had a networking happy hour last week for the Florida Brewers Guild. So it's just nice to kind of socialize with your direct peers in the industry um, even across the state.
0: So I remember the the most vivid memory I have besides like Dennis at Maine and Six just getting <laughs> super Dennis. pissed at state government. Oh, yeah. Right <laughs> but Shocking. what I remember is Ardwolf posting stuff about how some State authority kept coming in. And like trying to shut them down. Yes,
2: and I think um, Ardwolf does um, or had a brewery license at the time. And they, um, there were some people in the city that were basically turning people in, which is hurtful. Yeah, I I mean, mean, especially when everybody's hurting. If it's not directly affecting you, just keep your nose out of it, you know? Um, So we did have a lot of people reporting, and um, we actually got a hold of the like log, the document, because it's public record of who was reporting. Um, to ABT and ABT would come by and look and we did have stops from ABT but we were compliant to all um, so we were able to continue business.
1: That was a hard time to navigate too because you know a lot of breweries are just breweries and I don't think having a food truck come in you know because you know I think Ardwolf has different food trucks I don't think that would have counted towards their food sales would that have? no
2: because it's a separate entity yeah, that's so. What I was thinking.
1: so that's I mean those people like I know some places put in like like you said hot pockets or yeah. you know and hot that, dogs that was something.
2: post-covid so that was we reopened right. March 6th uh we were allowed to open March or May, May 5th but it was thinking to mine we're like we're not dealing with that so <laughs> we opened the oh. day after um and then I think our our Uh, local breweries that did not serve food at the time actually had to wait. I think it was about a month after. So
3: the Florida government did do some things where they did try and make it that you could apply for certain licensing that were basically a step down from basically what we have which is like the restaurant entire licensing thing. So it's not a incredible charge that they had to pay to get into it. Um, So it's something where it's like as long as you actually have a kitchen, and it's all in air quotes, and like serve food then technically you could operate and they basically allowed that loophole to work Um, that became something where a lot of breweries took advantage of where you're saying like those hot pockets those type of things that's where it became something where it was hey we're doing the minimum of what the legal standard is to allow us to open back up and I know every single one of those places that did that type of thing and opened up to try to do literally any sort of sales because they just need customers at the time. Right. We're trying to be the most compliant, the most respectful people possible. It oh, was, yeah. hey, you can have six people inside, okay. You're staying outside, everyone has to be six feet apart. Here's lines where you have to yeah. all block off.
1: Right. Some good things come, came from that because I really like Hyperion's food. They're like little bar bites. Yeah. They're freaking delicious. The, I haven't tried that food yet. At
0: the end of the day, like I'm glad it's over and those places are still in business. Absolutely. Like, that is ultimately what I'm happy about. It's just sad as that there are, are some places
1: think, that are still struggling yeah. because of the COVID restrictions. I don't, so we, li- we are very lucky to be here right. and we're very lucky, I feel like, to be able to support those small businesses that you know some places you're still not able to well and that's
0: that is the thing that i want to like take from this whole thing is like like people listening and just whoever else like your support for these places matters like every every given week and like i don't go on the full like only support local tirade but like honestly at the end of the day if you want your local businesses and breweries to stick around your local boutiques your local uh, retailers like it really is important that you make choices that show them that you support them. i
1: mean that is a big stand that i took and i used my social media presence because i saw some of my favorite places closing down like if you truly love your favorite places like even to-go orders you know going in for a quick drink a quick bite you know whatever bring your family out bring your friends out this is a really family friendly place and most places are so just come out and that I wrote these questions so well I really had this like conversation going on in my head because (laughs) my next thing was how can Wicked Fanatics help Wicked like what can we do to help you guys is that what you guys call your fans Mm. That's no. what they should be called. We Can should. Get- we- should we- so you- Haley has her, her own name. Okay. <laughs> I am the queen of wicked. That oh, was, was self-given,
2: by the way. That was not administered oh, by oh, any so of my teachers. We're the serfs <laughs> of wicked? <laughs>
1: right? I'm literally sure that Val said I was the queen of wicked. I'm just I just wanted to survey <laughs> to
4: figure out what you guys like. Are you guys the wicked? Something um, with a W. That's cute. I so
1: I the wicked. We do call
2: our regulars wicked family because. Oh, I love that. That's what they are to us. They, you know, help us exist on it? a daily basis. And we're wicked. And, and not wicked. No. <laughs> oh no, no,
1: no. Uh, but uh,
2: you know, it's. support can be direct or it can be indirect whether you're purchasing a gift card through the holidays or um, you know even it's even as simple as sharing a post on social media Um, you know that spread is organic it reaches a local following um, leaving a kind review. Maybe you had a great experience, so leaving a and kind your server Yelp was review. Mason, yes. Yeah. You don't
3: need to <laughs> lie that much.
0: Everybody write a review right now about your server, Mason. But yeah. but
3: also just also being understanding of when there are issues with hiring and yes. with staffing and stuff like that. If it takes you two minutes to get a beer instead of your standard 60 seconds trying I think people to understand are in this mentality that, people are that like everything
1: them. has to be like Amazon quick or whatever because I've personally started working with some small businesses and I've seen how people actually talk to right. small businesses and, and people that work somewhere where you know it's really not that serious like uh, your burger didn't come out in, in five seconds it's you know we can make that right it's not that difficult but I've seen how people think they can talk to businesses and business owners and you know small waitresses whatever and it's not right I feel like well yeah even the reverse of like how some
4: companies have reached out to us as influencers and think that they could ask us to do something without any benefit towards us and we're just like if this is a mutual partnership, this is not starting off on the right foot. If you're asking me to purchase your product and then influence on it. It's like, uh,
2: yeah, I, we don't, we've been lucky. Like we have a great, um, group of influencers that we've worked with in the past. And, and to be honest, we've never been asked for money directly. Yeah. Um, you know, we choose the marketing, um, campaigns that we would like to spend money on or budget or a lot towards that. Um, and then we don't, you know, if it doesn't, <laughs> if it doesn't uh, seem like something that would benefit our brand, um, then we just say maybe another time. You know, we're still yeah. growing. We're only five years in. We're considered Wicked. A small. Wicked is also business. really great at
1: helping small businesses too. That's what I love about you guys as well. Is that you guys frequently do markets or have events where local vendors can set up. And I know from last year I bought an ornament from someone and, and I posted it on my social media and she got lots of sales after that. And, you know, this, the power of social media of just selling, you don't have to spend money. I mean, I happen to have bought something or whatever, but um, you don't have to spend money to support your local businesses. And, and Wicked, as a local business, is supporting other local businesses. And then other people that are local are supporting Wicked. I think it's a great, great family. You guys are very well known in the Jacksonville area. So, I mean, I think... You guys are set up for success, so yeah, we help them; they help us. <laughs> so. All right, so then, where do you see Wicked in like five years? We're, we just celebrated our five-year we. They just <laughs> celebrated. <laughs> Queen. Queen.
2: They just celebrated
1: their five-year anniversary this year. If anyone did. didn't know, um, where do you see yourself in the business in five years?
2: Uh, I see the brand with. Um, multiple locations by then if not you know bring one to Texas Texas I have to talk to the superiors about that I'll but, open that one okay
4: are you guys selling your beers in grocery stores now or uh,
2: no so we do not do package distribution um, and distribution as a whole right now we've actually uh, kind of hit the pause button on local distribution throughout the state of Florida we do still have an active um, contract with the distributor um, however, sometimes you just need some time to focus on yourself and you know get get back to normal. Wicked um, is a human; it's a brand. You gotta take some time so when, to yourself. Date yourself, you know. So <laughs> when we um, right and I'll let Mason explain on this, but we kind of just decided that you know why should we. You know be losing product to send a distro when we want product here
1: because i mean at one point in time you guys were selling through beers very quickly during COVID, so it was hard to keep up mason was in there all the time and he didn't have did you have help at that time i think for a while you didn't have help
3: uh there was like a three or four month span i was just by myself that was fun um
1: and it was during
2: the hot months Oh, yes. God. Yeah, it's always during the hot months <laughs> where things are the worst. Couldn't be right now because today um, was really nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: now it's beautiful. It's like we're actually walking out from outdoors, going into the broom, You're like, huh, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's toasty it's in here. It's toasty, toasty in
2: here. I
1: can't se- believe we're at
2: like this time degrees. in this
1: year. <laughs>
3: um, no, but so, yeah, we kind of pulled out of distribution, mainly trying to focus on keeping our own four beers on tap here. Um, we are getting to a point where we would have probably 12 to 16 beers on tap yeah um Versus we have the capacity, 26. we have a capacity to do 25 26 um and that's kind of where we are at right now we're finally in the past probably month is the first time that i've actually stepped back and realized okay i can slow down for a second and we're caught up we're good, a good to go problem to
0: have. yeah
3: it's the hey maybe look at a distribution again at some point, slap myself, say, no, I don't need to do that right now. I don't need to get into that type of hassle again. Um, No, it's just being able to actually enjoy the customers here and not sending stuff out to a bar somewhere else that I have no idea where it's at, where I don't know if they clean their line, I don't know if they do whatever it is, but it's just really nice to be able to actually have people enjoying the product here and being around it.
4: Not
2: only no, have your us, brand, but not getting too big for your bridges. Yes. And, you know, we love Distro. We love sending out beer across the state. And it, it's a great marketing tool, too, because it brings people all over the state towards your brand. Um, and it. Uh, Pulling out a distro also I think allowed us to not just brew the same ten core beers over and over again tank after tank. tank. The
1: more specialty beers whenever you weren't sending so many beers out on, I guess, distro.
3: Instead of having two, three tanks filled with the same beer just to kind of keep up with our own in in in-house demand and what our distributors wanted, it was something where it's like, okay, we don't have to deal with that. All right, now we can do this cool beer. Now we can do this fun beer as well and do like a full batch of it instead of doing little 10-15 gallon pilot batches that will only last us six hours right. so it, it's definitely made a big difference i think it's kind of made it a more diverse tap wall um i think it's something that There's that does that does make us somewhat different than a lot of places too um not just jacksonville but like just in general we aren't a place that you go to and you're like hey we have 12 different ipas on tap shake
2: <laughs> them one you like which i
3: mean there are places like that it's, they have all one style um, yeah. but it, it definitely has enough that you can kind of go there and if you don't like beer we can probably find something that you would like a
4: wicked spritz yeah, a wicked right. sprint, and but... people hit up hate on the Jacksonville food scene and probably the brewery scene but it's like you know we have something different than probably Asheville North Carolina has where it's like it's very limited selection where I went and wasn't that friendly of a vibe either right um, even though it's a beautiful place
0: the um, people who hit on it don't know anything. Though. There's like so much here.
1: Hipsters. Ooh.
0: I, I don't have headphones I don't hear that at all <laughs>
1: yeah all right so I kind of wanted to wrap this up a little bit um, I don't want to take too much more of your guys' time so I wanted to kind of end this with kind of a advertisement spiel for Wicked Wicked does a lot of great events here I've had the pleasure of attending lots of different ones Let's Snack Podcast actually hosted the Oktoberfest here this year so if you were here your yep. then we were the people that were hosting it or trying to host It It was kind of crazy. It was a a little hot. (laughs) Amazing job. It was.
2: Quite hot for late Ew, September. I was there's a great through. video
3: of Jen Oh taken out. Oh my gosh, we should out. put
2: that
1: in the podcast.
2: Oh my god, oh, that'd my
4: be
1: great. God. I think my ankle still hurts. A customer no.
3: sliding Wait, underneath you, her leg just takes here. her out. I remember that
1: was, that was yeah, when you that guys was left. After. Oh my god. Oh, I it know. Was right. oh my gosh, it was epic. It's,
3: it's I, I got camera. taken out.
0: The only thing I remember also. is during the sausage toss, some girl tossing, like almost like hitting the crowd with. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that happens.
2: I gave them the fair warning that sausage toss, there's flying sausages. There's wieners
3: everywhere. And
1: then I also got the privilege to come to the luau which was super oh, awesome that was your first one that was my first luau i can't believe it um and then i think this will be my first ugly christmas sweater as well so wicked does a lot of great events jen puts a lot of thought into every event she does work or not so um jen tell me a little bit about some upcoming events and kind of your favorite events and You know, some good times for people to be coming here.
2: Yeah, so we've got um, two events on the docket this week um, with it being a holiday week. Uh, We're doing, like, a Thanksgiving Eve, like a pre-Thanksgiving celebration. Uh, Nothing too crazy. And they sent through to some treatments together, and we got live music tomorrow night. For all the college kids that come back in town. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got their families in town and looking for something to do. I mean, you have to host them all day Thursday, so why not, like, go out Wednesday night, right? Haley's family's here. They're probably going to come back tomorrow.
1: Unfortunately,
0: by the time this airs. Oh yeah! It's oh yeah! Be over. This will oh, be yeah. next
1: week when it airs. Yeah. But we still have some great events. Right, coming. college kids. Take next,
0: notes year. For next year.
2: No. And then, so every quarter we do like a large uh, a market, um, different themes kind of throughout the year. Um, We have our fall night market um, this Friday. Um, And like you said, it gives us the opportunity to support local vendors. Uh, We really pride ourselves on the selection of vendors that we do choose. Um, It needs to be local, it needs to be handmade. Um, We don't do any like third party sales, no pyramid scheme type things. We really focus on that local um, to support local. You know, and in turn they come back and they um, you know, share our, our brewery, our venue, and we're able to, in return, share that space with them to sell their products. Um, so we do those uh, a couple times a year. Uh, another big one in the spring for Mother's Day. Every Mother's Day, we do the same thing. Um, ugly Sweater Party is actually just not an Ugly Sweater Party. It is a toy drive for the Ronald McDonald oh, House. Nice. Um, and we've done that for the past couple of years. And actually, they've kind of changed the the wish list they say Um, post COVID they were as well having a very hard time getting in cleaning products or paper towels or you know Swiffer pads things like that uh, for the house and with a lot of the kids being terminally ill or um, severely ill it has to be kept clean and they, they do have you know cleaning and um, maintenance that works on, on site. But if any way they can uh, loosen the budget on that by people donating items, um, then it's greatly appreciated. So um, we'll post a list beginning of December. Um, I work with Ashley over at Ronald McDonald House and she's amazing and she'll That's give great. us that list. So we do a drive for that. Um, so both toys and items um, and then in uh, the new year is one of my. I never know which is my favorite event. I love them all, but oh, this one is really close to my heart. Is our Valentine's Day beer dinner? Um, we oh every year on Valentine's or if the calendar allows, um, you know, a day surrounding Valentine's Day. Uh, we try not to do it on like Fridays or Saturday nights, but. Um, We host a five-course beer-pairing dinner Uh, that is nothing like you would think it would be for Wicked. We pull out all the stops, um, we bring in rentals and live music, and it's an intimate experience. Uh, There are three seatings, and each seating only accommodates 40 people. Um, So you are only dining with you and 39 other people. Um, chef does a that's when he pulls out those Vegas guns I and goes that. big so um, if you're on our Facebook there are pictures from years past um, yeah. so that's a good thing to check out but um, all of our servers you know dress up and it is um,
1: wicked doesn't even look like wicked during that time white yeah, linens we, or we ch- black linens we change
2: everything around so and um, Jen is the
1: heart of that she does everything so she I, needs to I, take I cannot her absolutely her take favorite all beforehand. the credit beforehand. yeah I and then
3: once it ends then it becomes <laughs> oh, <her laughs> favorite.
1: that's actually where nice. the wicked spritz came from. It is. It was last year's I'm Valentine's so glad Day they dinner. they made it a thing on the menu because sometimes I just don't feel beers, so I want this. Yeah. It's, it's light, refreshing.
2: Um, so we're um, once we kind of get past Thanksgiving and into December, um, we are going to uh, sit down and Chef will present a menu to us or a drafted menu, and then Mason will choose the beers that he'll either make or um that maybe that we treat or change in some way to pair with those food items uh so it's very unique there's a lot of thought um, and i absolutely am not taking credit myself it takes a team um, and the staff really enjoys working that because it's different it's a change of pace for them so instead of serving burgers fries and fratwurst every day they get to do a simple special so okay. that's a good everything. one <laughs> and then that is a ticketed event there are no children so if you want a children free wicked experience indeed, that's the right? one to do it yeah. is
1: truly worth every single penny oh, I love thank it thank you I'm not just saying that. So. <laughs> All right, so normally what we do to close out this uh, podcast is we all pick a brand of the week. Feel free to use Wicked as your brand of the week. But if you also, uh, like Jen, are a foodie and love to go eat food and try new beverages, you can shout out someone else if you want to. It doesn't have to be local. It could be whatever, but we'll start with you.
2: Yes, okay. So um, this is a um, an establishment that is here in the San Marco area. Um, it is... Um, it's called Posting House. Oh, I love that place. Oh, um, not cool. only is yeah. there... <laughs> did I take uh, yours?
3: <laughs> no. Uh, I, I'm trying to like think of other ones right now, but I, that's a really good one. I, yeah.
2: um, I had the pleasure of meeting the owners, um, Stu and Jude... Probably two years ago, and they are not only the kindest, most generous people, but they have built a little niche where they are. Um, their branding is on point. Their service is on point. Their selection is on point. I have nothing but wonderful things to say. It's the best quiet day in a place yes. in town. Yes. Oh. So, it's like a modern and they British. serve the long drink, and if you have not had that, it is one of my favorite gin-like cocktails. comes in a little blue can, and that's so where I found is. it there, uh, but I've introduced friends to it over the years, and it's delicious. So that is my brand of the week.
1: Mason.
3: All right. Um, I'll take one of our other friends, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I have
4: a lot of friends that you. I, I do We, don't we it's network straight. a lot. It's people that like
3: show up and that we become friends with, and yeah. they, like they want to do something here. And we're like, yeah, now we're best friends. Um, the Florida paddleboard and yoga. Oh. There. That's a good yeah. shot. She's I love yeah. Kate. incredible. She's possibly the nicest person I've ever met.
4: Yes. I think I burned over 300 active calories during her yoga class. For
3: 40,
2: for like, it was only like a 45 minute session, too. Oh, actually, so. it was
4: an hour session okay. <laughs> put into 30
2: minutes. I'm oh Yes.
3: It, but she is genuinely one of the nicest people I've ever yes. met. Um but yeah so i'll say i'll say her then because they come by they do a couple things here occasionally too but it's one of those things where literally i'll be here working on a saturday and she'll just walk through the brewery sometimes, like, when we're closed. Be <laughs> like, I just have to go to the bathroom. Like, hey, Kate. Okay, okay no problem. Go <laughs> ahead. Come on in. Yeah. She's do what you uh, yeah. yeah,
4: she's got a great Instagram, and she's got a great following. A lot of people who have never met her, somebody yeah. that was doing the yoga classes. like, I have to introduce myself. Yeah. I've been following her for a long time. So.
2: She's a wonderful spirit, for and sure.
3: Then her dad helps out with everything. All, All right, right, it's your it's turn, Hannah.
4: You. Um, yeah. I'm going to do our friend, our other influencer friend besides Haley. Um, it's Stephanie from Walking on Glitter and oh, Sunshine. I love Stephanie. Um, we go to a lot of influencer events, and we are kind of the new kids on the block still. And I feel like she doesn't like see that, and she's like been like one of the only other people to. Like...
1: She treats everyone with the same amount of respect and right. kindness, and like you have known her forever. She is just one of those kind souls that you meet, and you you would never know that that was the first time you met them. Exactly. And she's got a great,
4: like she is dominating the mommy market. Um, awesome. Her son Aiden is a gem and he's honestly probably a better foodie than all of us combined. <laughs> um, so so he's was,
0: dominating the kid market. The kid
1: <laughs> yeah. Parties. Hey, there's a market for that. Yeah. There is. He's the
0: next one. I, really I need
2: kid. him to come yeah, so. and yelp Wicked's uh, kids sound. menu. Yeah.
1: So
4: we, I love her and I'm excited to see um, how she progresses. awesome.
1: All right, your turn.
0: So this one's a little (laughs) bit of a humble brag on myself, but I'm running my first 5K on Saturday. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. I'm very, like, first ever. And then
2: you're coming here for a beer, right?
4: Yes. Yeah, we're going to go to brunch, and then we'll come here. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. um, (laughs) Great. I'm just, so uh, I want to shout out First Place Sports, where I I got my shoes. And the reason I want to shout them out is because for a while, like, my feet would always hurt after I ran, and I was like, they sold me bum shoes. And then I realized it was because I was severely out of shape. (laughs) And once I got better at running, I realized how much more comfortable those are and how much better an ergonomic or whatever the word is yeah. it
1: really means a lot because Kyle started running recently and it really means so much and he bought his shoes there and they were very yeah. knowledgeable
2: I would so. say they They're helped actually me out a lot yeah. Right, yeah. Across the they are right across the, the street and the run club so every Tuesday night so um, i got them at
0: the beach is yeah, it there they've little bit walking. they have by multiple here. locations they have, yeah just and so more than one yeah
2: and then so every Tuesday night we have a run club yeah. that's you know put on by first place sports Um, And they do, like, shoe demos and stuff. Um, So they are. They're all wonderful. Who was
4: there? Hoka's were here,
2: like,
3: two weeks ago. Yeah. They've done, like, ASIC, ASIC. They've done all all the stuff where it's, like, you show up. You're like, hey, I have a size 12. Put them on these bad boys. (laughs) Let me stink them up real fast.
0: I was impressed how much easier it was to find running. Because, like, I also play soccer right now. And I recently found out. So, last, I think last podcast I was praising New Balance because they had wide cleats, which they do. Oh, my God, I remember this. But. None of the pairs that I bought two pairs and neither of them fit me because my feet are so wide that these days, the way they make pleats, I can't even get my foot in the shoe because it's all strapless and yeah, it, it's all yeah. weird. But the running shoes were like seamless, yeah. I, That's awesome. they hold up really well. Um,
4: yeah, I feel like we just already have hit the 40-year-old age bracket. We're, <laughs> we're both wearing New Balances, Evans and Jorts, mowing the lawn. I like so New it's Balances. Kind of, it's all
2: about it's I'm, comfort. I, yeah. I'm happy Not about age, the running thing. I, I'll take that. Yeah. I can't wait to hear how it
1: goes for you.
4: Yeah, super excited. I get to be at the finish line for him. On. That is
1: awesome. That is great. Um, all right, so my brand yes. of the week is very cliche, and I'm pretty sure I've already done it before, but it's going to be wicked. Um, and that's because... The Wicked family has kind of been a part of my life for the past five years, but I really haven't started hanging out with Jen until recently, and neither of us can figure out really kind of how it happened, but I think it kind of naturally happened, and now... The rest i guess is history but (laughs) i can't explain how much the wicked family means to me all the people inside and stuff i I, I don't think are you crying oh my god I (laughs) i don't think it's any news to anyone that 2021 has been really hard especially for me or whatever but i can't explain how much it means to have friends that you know are here besides jen or whatever but you know being considered a part of the family as a customer and stuff like that and I think that everything they do is very well thought out I don't think anything is rushed from their merchandise which is another great way that you can support them through um, that is Jen puts a lot of effort and time into their merchandise and those they have hats came in by the way yeah oh, so I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's try, exactly try why because I got to see them before and so I was I'm just really impressed by everything that you guys do here from the food to the beer to the management to All the servers and bartenders and stuff like that. So I can't. And beer makers. Well, (laughs) the brewmaster, the most important person, Mason. I will leave a good. I will leave a good Yelp review after this. Thank you. But um, I so I want to thank you guys for having us here. Thank Um, you. This has probably been my favorite podcast, but I'm very biased. So. Thank you for having us. Thank you for you know hosting us and giving Absolutely. all the good food and stuff. If you guys are in the Jacksonville area, they are located off Goodbees Creek, Bay Meadows, and San Jose, right there, at the corner of right there. You can pull up your boat if you'd like. Yep. They have a boat dock have a hundred there, hundred-foot private boat dock. And then if you need a parking spot and there's not one in there, there's many places around here that you can park <laughs> for the best beer, the best burgers, and the best service. Or so, be
2: safe and take an Uber. Or it please. Looks.
1: Well, that's what I normally do because <laughs> I don't even want to worry about finding a parking spot here. So anyways, that's all I've Thanks, got guys. on my questions. So I I think we're done. Yeah, you killed it. Yeah. Um, we didn't so, even need to be
0: here. Yeah. Make sure y'all are following us on uh, Instagram as well as Wicked Barley. Um, and if you jokers haven't, subscribe to our youtube channel after i constantly reminded we're literally
1: you. on like episode 10 follow us okay yeah
0: <laughs> or just like tell your friends whatever <laughs> but uh thank you guys for listening and uh we'll catch you next week
1: bye guys bye, bye.